On this episode of the Third Wheel Podcast at night, me and Darcy address whether or not you should stick with a guy after he's had a kid outside of wedlock and cheated on you twice in the first year of your relationship. We also discuss being shallow and dating someone shorter than you. Will you have short kids? We don't know. Find out on this episode of the Third Wheel at night. Stay tuned. Welcome to Third Wheel Podcast. At night. I'm Darcy. And I'm Caleb. And today we're going to be going Wait, over... Hold on, hold on. Oh. Welcome to the Third Wheel Podcast at night. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> today we're going to be continuing our series. I guess we'll see how long we're able to... Keep uh, this up. Yeah, keep this up before we have to branch to uh, yeah, some other things. Some other good. You know, I want to review some bad marriage podcasts. I'll tell you what. I know some <laughs> good couples that decided to start a podcast. Now, I know I'm not, you know, one to talk here because, you know, that I, my podcast kind of sucks. But, you know, I think it's good to recognize when other people really have nothing to talk about and they just go on these crazy rants about marriage mm-hmm. and things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know. I think that would be easy enough, too, to where you can just play the sound under the mic. That way they can, like, hear the bits that we're talking about. Actually, with the Roadcaster Pro 2, oh, yeah, that's you just right. plug your phone uh, in. shut up. And it'll play it just like that. <laughs> ah, made a good investment. Tell you what. <laughs> so today we're going to be going over some posts from Marriage Advice and Relationship Help from Christian couples, or uh, well, ideally Christian. Why are we doing now, this, Darcy? Yeah, so just the... Maybe we should start pre-recording my preface so I don't yeah. have to say it every that's time. That's going to sound repetitive. I want you to do it in your I own guess. words every okay. single time. Okay. Um, so me and Paul, ha- my husband, we have the not, worst not, not problems me. on planet. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I have a pretty crazy history. He doesn't have much of, you know, anything he got into. And a lot of the married couples that we know were like the goody two shoes their whole life. And not that that's bad, but you not know, at all. <laughs> right, just means right. you're not as relatable. Right, to right, right, right. Um, and so I just want to find some people that could relate with, um, you know, there, there's some stuff where, like, there will be problems that come up between me and Paul, and I know a lot of it's me, um, and I'll recognize that, but I don't so know. Sure about that? Just certain things. Um, <laughs> there, there's certain things where I'm like, okay, this is, like, it's you a know. problem. Right. Um, and so I was scrolling through Facebook. I saw Christian marriage um, advice and relationship help. And not that there was anything big I needed to work on, but I was like, hey, maybe I can see some other couples I can relate to. And when I do have some of these me problems, I can get some good Christian advice and things like that. So I joined it and um, the feral people definitely come out of their little hidey hole in this uh, (laughs) Facebook group for sure. Um, I do want to go ahead and do our second preface, which is a lot of the times when we're reading through these posts, the actual post itself is not funny. It's very serious. They're looking for legit help. Now, every now and then it is a funny post that we're making fun of the actual thing. Um, but where it really gets a little wild sometimes is in the comments. Um, Why do we preface that, Darcy? <laughs> well, so a majority of the time, Caleb doesn't know <laughs> what we're reading i find them and then i bring them up and you're kind of hearing his first initial reaction to all of these and so sometimes some things are said and he's like tee <laughs> and then at the end he's like Ooh. <laughs> and it makes it look really bad that he was laughing and i don't edit it out yeah <laughs> um but and especially for me too i've had a tremendous amount of trauma and that's just kind of how i cope with things i make jokes and light out of very very dark situations mm-hmm. and, and it so. is nighttime so we have to put some light in here <laughs> you know what i mean it's dark out i'm scared i'm scared i'm like the dark okay. um and so yeah i just like to 
to have some of those prefaces. Fantastic. All right, give us our first post. Please tell me it's another Anon. It is. Yes, Anon's my favorite person, except when they're not. Um, I right. said they, so please don't write in. So, I don't think anything got super funny in the comments, but... Ooh, the, the post maybe. is pretty juicy. It's it's juicy. I wouldn't even necessarily say it's funny, but it's like, oh, dang, you know? So, I'll just go ahead and read it. Please. My husband and I have been together for six years. Recently got married in April. Last year, he admitted to cheating on me twice in the first year of our relationship due to the girls stalking and harassing him, which he ended up getting a restraining order. Oh, my God, please. Continue. <laughs> we'll, we'll break it down later. Yeah, we will. A couple Sorry. weeks ago, he got a court-ordered letter in the mail to get a DNA test done on the woman's child. Oh, no. Results came in last week. He is 99.9% .9 the father. My heart what, is torn. What's the other 0.1%? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, it's a real question. <laughs> Who's the other guy? <laughs> if I was her husband, I'd be like, hey. <laughs> they're just saying they're that sure of it. Oh. <laughs> you freaking dummy. <laughs> it's a valid question I'd have. <sighs> okay. My heart is torn. I'm angry and hurt. I'm not sure what my next steps should be. And I am in need of advice. That's the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We will break it down piece by piece. And I'm... All right. It says six years. That's a long time. That's yeah. longer than any relationship I've been in. That's longer than your marriage. Do you think we're even qualified to comment on this? <laughs> I mean, we talked about somebody married for 20 years last <laughs> That's episode. Fair. So. We did fantastic. Yeah. We actually, uh, you know, I hope they listen because I think we gave some solid advice. To save yeah. them. That would have saved my marriage had I, <laughs> if I had one. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have found the original post, maybe I could have commented on her uh, yeah. video. Or I mean her post, but, yeah. you know, people Rec like to delete things. Recently got married in April. So, so they were together for like five and a half years before they got married. That trips me out because I, I hear a lot of people say that everything's fine until they get married. And then when they get, once the paperwork's in, it's like, it just all falls apart. What do you think about that? Um, y'all, y'all did it backwards. Y'all got, y'all met and got married in six months, right? <laughs> yeah. Something crazy. Um, I think it's a, let me assume that they did this the biblical way. Right. All right. So if you're not living together, it's pretty easy to have like your best foot forward. You know, yeah. like when me and Paul were dating, he would clean the ever loving crap out of that apartment. So it was so spotless and beautiful and candles were lit. So it smelled nice. He found my favorite scented candle. So I walked in. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> I regret um, this thread of conversation we started. <laughs> I'm so sorry, audience. <laughs> Minute number seven. Continue. <laughs> you know, and so um, seeing that, I'm thinking, oh, he's a super clean guy. You know, like he's picking up after everyone else and, you know, all of this. And then, you know, living together, it's like I cannot tell you how many stinky, dirty socks I pick up. Out of the living room. He leaves his hats many? everywhere. No, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> Go ahead. No, you know what I'm going to say. That's all um, So, you know, and I'll get, like, really frustrated with that because I'm like, can you just, like, put him in the, like, 
at least in the room. I don't even care if it's on the floor. Just don't have it in the living room where I constantly have to pick them up. Um, you know, and so that's something I never would have guessed Yeah. when we were dating. And not that it's a huge issue, but that's just kind of like a small, silly, stupid example. Mm. And so a lot of people kind of have situations similar to that where it's like almost no matter how long you're dating, if you're not living together, you don't know what, you know, the other person's comfortable looks mm. like. That's so true. You know, and so I think not, not that I support living together before getting married. I do sure. not whatsoever. Right. But if you don't know how to, I don't know, let them see what your comfortable looks like before getting married. If you don't know how to communicate with them, that's a problem. If they're not open to fixing things, if they don't, you know, meet you halfway, then I think that's going to be where a lot of those problems come up whenever right. you get married and start living together. I agree. So recently, well, actually, most people I talk to, though. They always say like you know they were they were doing the living situation they were playing house before they got married. I don't know what it is about when they get married that it all just falls apart according to their perspective. Everything was fine. They were living together. Everything was great. And then once they put that marriage certificate in there, it just made everything so complicated. And then they divorced. I mean, maybe that's where they got comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe they were living together and they still put their best foot forward to be clean and so and then they were married and it was like oh i'm relaxed now yeah, yeah. who cares there was a she lot of stops other doing her makeup she stops getting dressed up he stops picking up after himself they yeah. you know well, and then this this dude gained like 300 pounds too oh my god cuz he made like uh, she she was like a baker and she made like gigantic mar <laughs> marble cakes wedding cakes and he just ate them all oh my god <laughs> she was stuffing him yeah, so it's kind of on her just as much as on him. Right, that's what I would say. But you know, of course, he's the one that. Can, I mean, whatever. Like if he knows he's gonna eat them, then make yeah. them less and or make smaller amounts. I don't know how you get that big. I don't either. I really don't. Like, I mean, I understand. It's like from health issues. Like, yeah, I don't understand sure. getting that. Big. Well, I was gonna say, like, I mean, I've I've been an extra seventy pounds before, but that's I mean, three hundred pounds. You really got to try. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's not related <laughs> to this right here. No, and I apologize. I got sidetracked. <laughs> Last year, he admitted to cheating on me twice in the first year of our relationship. Due to so the... he told her before they got married. If they got married in April mm. and he told her okay. last year, this means he admitted this before they yes. got married and they decided so to move forward. So she chose to go yeah. along with this. Yeah. Okay. So he cheated twice. And now, now granted, it was the first year. And he, I mean... <laughs> it was the first year, and I'll give him props about being honest about it. Before they got married. Before they got married. Yeah. He was like, you know, he confessed, so obviously he regretted it. Yeah. Is what it seems like. Sure. Well, I my opinion's going to change a little bit as we go on. the post goes on. But as an initial breakdown. Yeah. Um, Before she knew the rest of it. Should she have stayed with him? I mean, like I said... You know, it seemed like he regretted it. He confessed it. She didn't find out. You know, like, it was something he obviously felt bad about. They've been together at this point for five and a half years. It was the first year. It hasn't been a problem since, at least, that he's and he, confessing. And, and he probably was like, you know, well, you know, we never we never hammered down where we stood the first year. The Maybe, first eight months. Right. We were to, you know, we, didn't, we weren't exclusive yet. We were just talking, you know. Right. So there's probably a so lot there, of So there's a couple of different ways, you know. Like, I could understand if she didn't want to go through with it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say she'd be wrong for not. But I can also see where she'd be reasonable in that where yeah. she'd look back and be like, well, you know, he was upfront and honest. He told me he's not hiding it. He obviously feels bad. It happened two times in the first year, and it's mm -hmm. been four years since then, right. and nothing's happened. At yeah. least I 
saying. And it's, they didn't do it while they were married. Right. So there's, I mean, there's a lot to forgive, I guess. Right. So uh, the other thing was she says. Uh, <laughs> I like her reasoning for him cheating. Yeah. <laughs> So, he admitted to cheating on me twice in the first year of our relationship due to the girl stalking and harassing him, which he ended up getting a restraining order. So, he cheated with her because she was stalking him? Right. Like, yeah. that that's the part that cracks me up. Like, it seemed like he didn't really take responsibility for I it. I was going to say, and on top of that, he probably brought that up. Was right. like, dude, she's crazy. Right. You know, and she was probably a lot more inclined to feel less bad for him because it's like okay he made a mistake with like this crazy person mm. she's the crazy one he right, just did right. his he was just doing his thing right so she might have been more inclined to let it slide mm. a couple of weeks ago he got a court order letter in the mail to get a dna test done on the woman's child the results came in he 99.9 percent .9 the father so this makes me think that he knew she was pregnant and painted her as crazy to get a restraining order so she wouldn't find out. And she probably did a lot of stuff because they don't just hand those out. You right. really got to work to right. get a restraining order against you. But I don't know. I feel like he was trying to press that once he found out she was pregnant. Right. Sure. For sure. My heart is torn. I'm angry and hurt. I'm not sure what my next, next step should be and I'm in need of advice. Okay. My advice to you, Anon, is counseling. Counseling, counseling, counseling. Yeah. If you want, because marriage counseling. Right. He needs to go. If he doesn't go, you still need to go for yourself because this is, on his end, he, it sounds like he doesn't care as much it, where it's not, to him, he's got to pick up the mess that he's made. To For him, he has to do a lot of coping. He has to do a lot of like stepping up because now he's a father. He's got to deal with this crazy woman that's stalking and harassing him. And he also has to balance being a husband in your marriage. Well, and the other thing to consider, too, is if he's the dad, he needs to step up as a father. I agree. He can't just, like, be like, oh, well, you know, and, like, just forget about it as mm -hmm. if it never happened. Right, exactly. And so now you have to consider you need to be around somebody that was crazy enough to get a restraining order on. That's that's the person who's parent of the, the specified son. No, it didn't. Oh, okay, child. Um, and so, like, this isn't... This, this is something you're going to continuously have to deal yeah. with, and you have to decide if you want to do that or not. And you would not be wrong to not want to. Right, because you're going to be dealing with this the next 18 years of your life. No, I'm sorry. It's, it, you're, doing, you're dealing with this for life because, I mean, the kid might be out of the house at 18. That doesn't mean the responsibilities of being a father and step-parent are done after right. 18 years. You're gonna be, this is it. This is, the one, this is the bed he made, and you got to choose whether you're going to sleep in it too or not. Right now, it sounds like you have a chance to... I mean, if I don't ever recommend divorce, but if you're not going to get divorced, you're going to have to go to counseling. Mm -hmm. And he's going to have to go, too, if he wants this to work as well. Right. Because it's not, it can't be one-sided in this situation. Here's my question. Yeah. What's your... I, I would like to hear your hot take on this. Oh. So, biblically... So if, you think I'm hot? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't answer that question. <laughs> yeah, <No. exactly. laughs> I just said don't if, answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, biblically... Oh. If there is um, cheating, you can get divorced. Yes. Now, because the cheating happened before they were married, mm -hmm. would you say biblically she could still get divorced? Biblical Especially uh, since she knew about the cheating before they got married. I try not to do the biblical stuff here because I honestly... It's hard to, It's hard because I don't ever want to disagree with the Bible, but in this instance, I'm like, there's way, there's way plenty more reasons to mm. divorce yeah. than just cheating. Honestly, right. if he if he's a wife beater, if he does all these things, Bible does talk about that. Yeah, we're mm -hmm. we're at. I, I mean, I have mm -hmm. to do more research. Me and Paul did a lot of research on it because of 
some people's parents that I know um, that are having problems and there is no cheating. Yeah. And I was just kind of talking to Paul and I was like, dude, like she's manipulative. She's aggressive. Mm -hmm. She is like she's abusive, like verbally. And like I've even seen her get a little like physical where, um, you know, she's wild. And so yeah. I was telling him, I'm like, there's no way that biblically he does have to stay with her, right? right. We did a lot of research and there was different stuff that came up as far as abuse mm-hmm. and being absent. Okay. Um, being absent's one of them where like if they desert you pretty much, like if, yeah. if they just like up and leave, like you mm-hmm. have the right biblically to file for divorce and it not be held against okay. you. I'm um, glad you have an answer then. So mm-hmm. re- re- remind me what your initial question was okay. then biblically. So before they were married was when they when he cheated. She knew that. Mm-hmm. Still decided to get married. Yep. Would you still consider that to fall under the biblical reason for divorce of cheating if it happened before they were married right. and she still proceeded to go along with it? I'm going to say no under the clause of like, oh, you know, cheating's the biblical grounds for divorce since he didn't do it during the marriage. So no, I'm going to say under that, under that specific definition of divorce, no. I don't think she can use that as a crutch. Mm. However... Uh, this isn't biblical, but the the kid situation, right. this other woman that he has to co-parent with, right? Like that, this that's going to be a thing forever, right? So, I mean, and it seems like I mean, I I feel like he hid that. Yeah, I agree with you because I mean, there's I mean, could could there's he no say, way he didn't know for I, four right, years, right? And I mean, you know how long the process takes for a restraining order. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that all of that happened within. Two months before she knew she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, there's no way. But yeah, it's just, it's. And if she's crazy enough, you know, she's throwing that around too, where she's yeah. like, I got your baby, you know, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah you're right. So, she, okay, Anon, your options are counseling. If you want this to work, the other option is to walk away because mm-hmm. you don't have any kids with this guy. Right. Uh, you don't have anything tying you down. It's going to be expensive. Divorce isn't cheap, but I, I think uh, walking away is a valid, valid option yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he may, I mean, if not, you're, you, you this is what you're going to be dealing with forever. Yeah. Okay. Unless um, somehow you get the mom out of the situation cause you're going to be co-parenting the rest of your life with this lady Yeah. and she's crazy. So she's going to be sabotaging things. She's going to mm-hmm. make life difficult. Right. She's going to make it draw it out in court and make it a very expensive process. This is going to be your life for the next ever. So if this is what you want to deal with, if you're in this for the long haul, knowing that you you're married to a guy who cheats has kids and hides it from you if this is what you want to deal with it's up to you i mean it's valid if you want to try and make it work but it doesn't sound like your husband's all in on this so again counseling or divorce those are your two options walk away or you could just sit there be dead inside and let it write itself out but i wouldn't recommend that i'd recommend divorce over being dead on the inside right so any else anything else darcy uh let me take a look at the phone to see if we and went through everything. Yeah, go ahead. I think so, you can read the comments. I can right. follow along. Results came in. And it was last week that the results came in. Mm. You're so. angry now, but I would sleep on it for a couple weeks. The betrayal, the sense of anger and betrayal might not go away completely, but well, it sleep like on she, it for a bit. I mean, she slept on it for a week before she reached out for advice, you know. And you still feel the anger and betrayal. All yeah. right, back to my original advice. Divorce or right. counseling. I can't remember which comments were the ones specifically I wanted to read, so I'm just going to read all the ones that are on the screen. Sounds good. They, <laughs> I'm just going to read them as they typed them, but like the way they typed them doesn't exactly make sense. Sure. 
They, him, be, I mean, he cheated disrespectful first, then got her pregnant. Let him be because you didn't ask or deserve that to be done to, for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's <laughs> the for real, for real that got me. For real, for real. I can tell this person's young. <laughs> <laughs> young, huh? That's the word. <laughs> All right. Well, I if I could understand what you tried to say, <laughs> then I would have to disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Let him be. Does that mean let him be and leave? Or does it mean let him be and let him sort out the mess while he's still married to him? I think I think they're saying to walk away. Okay. Because they said let him be because you didn't ask or deserve that to be True. done. Fair. All right. You can leave. It's valid. Mm. Tierra okay. said it. Um. So this person said multiple relationships before marriage is not an offense okay so there are funny comments okay all right multiple relationships before marriage is not a offense and you've married someone who fathered a child before your marriage you're now duty bound to assist your husband to care for his child in parentheses your stepson in the best way possible his restraining order to his child's mother is a lame unmanly manner to deny fathering the child hope all is well for all of you I like that part you said about it's not an excuse not to father the child. It helps in the sense of like hopefully getting the harassment to stop. Mm. But I think that person makes a good point. Like you're, you are the father of the child. You have a duty. You have an obligation to take care of it and to father it, him or her. Well, they're uh, saying it in a way where like they're saying like walking away is not an option. Well, for him. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, for him. But for they her, said you're now duty bound to yeah, assist your husband that's not to happening. care for his no, child. That is a bad take. Right. Um, I think... That is incorrect. I think you have all the reason in the world to walk away. Now, this person says multiple relationships before marriage is not an offense in the very beginning. So they're saying like... Right. Yeah. He's fine because, you know, he didn't cheat while you were married. Right. Um, I touched on that in my initial take. You know, we don't know the full story. We don't know the full context of what happened. But the, the doesn't take away from the fact that you chose after hearing all this to marry the guy anyway right okay you made that decision right now this is these are the consequences okay surprise surprise he's got a kid so now like before when you had to make that decision you have a decision to make now are you going to stay or are you going to go yeah um but whatever you decide is a hundred percent you have to yeah. it's your decision don't don't decide to stay and then when it gets hard leave right and don't leave and decide to come back. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever decision you're making, be 100% about yep. it. If you're going to leave, be gone. If you're going to stay, then stay. Yep. But you need you need to make a decision here. You need to pick one. Mm -hmm. And you need to stick with it. So, anyway. All right. Continue. So, Aaron commented. Hey, hey Ron. What you got? <clears throat> get him back. <laughs> Sleep with someone else. Oh, Oh, that's what you meant by get him back. <laughs> I thought you meant like go get him back or yeah. win him back. Get no. him back. Sleep with someone else. DM me. <laughs> Smiling face. <laughs> that's fantastic. Aaron, you're a treasure. <laughs> He's an attractive looking dude too. Oh, let me see. <laughs> Maybe not when I zoomed in that much, but oh. just take a look at his profile picture with another oh, woman. Aaron, all right, someone's pecking. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's trying to get maybe his wife back mm. by sleeping with someone else. He's like, I can relate. Let's get them back been, together. I've been here before. Unzips pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron, 
I hope I see you again in the comments. <laughs> hey, um, valid option? No. Two wrongs don't make a right. I don't. I think you're being facetious, but <laughs> just in case, um, a nun. I, don't, I wouldn't recommend going out with Aaron. I don't think that's a valid option right now. He's even got a little girl in his profile picture. I know. He says DM me, smiley face. <laughs> I hope she's not checking his phone because she's about to find some feral things. Oh my god! I mean, eventually, if you keep casting your net out, you're gonna catch a fish, right? I guess so. <laughs> but he's already got a fish. <laughs> you, you, you know, let me let me go ahead and say this here. I got I got a question. Did for all you online daters, because for women it's especially hard because a lot of people just straight up will send a d pic as their first initial message. <laughs> now, my you question... You could have just said unsolicited pic. No. We don't use big <laughs> words on this show, okay? We dumb it down here. We say d pic, all right? Just wanted to you say, just wanted to use your board. You know what? Shut up. <laughs> I don't need your help, all right? But does that work? Because, like, if they keep doing it, like, it, it works to some people, right? I guess so. I mean, I don't know. if you just keep doing that, you're going to get someone to be like, oh, you know, like, oh. I personally have never met anyone where that worked on them. Right. But, right. I mean, yeah, everyone does it, and so I'm assuming they do it because it's worked for someone before, you know? Right, I mean? exactly. Like, I so, mean, I, I again, know. if you just, if, if you keep casting your fishing rod out there, you're going to catch a fish, right? You know? Right? <laughs> Is it because I said fishing rod? <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> you know, but I, I'm with you. Like, I've never met anybody. Now, I know one person who got one, and then they were like, oh my gosh, he didn't, like, you know, it was such a bad picture. And I was like, well, hold on. You didn't tell me whether or not it worked. You know what I mean? And, and then the conversation ended. Oh so I'm wondering God. if it did. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I don't get it. But anyway, any other comments on that one? Um, so someone replied to the initial person that talked about the multiple relationships before marriage is not an offense. Mm. And uh, Rebecca replied, he cheated on her while they are together. It wasn't a previous relationship. Right. And this person replies to Rebecca, they've married in April, now August, so nine months. Conception, or April, now August, so April... May, June, July, August, four months. Nine months, conception. How old is the child now? Smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, thumbs up. So basically, this person's saying, it's fine if you're dating hmm. to cheat. It's just when you're married. Because <laughs> this person in the post said they were together mm -hmm. for like years. Mm -hmm. And so... So are they trying to say the baby's only X amount of months old and it doesn't line up with how long they've been married? They're, like, she's saying that, because Rebecca was like, he cheated on her while they were together. Yeah. But she's like, it, it seems like this person's, like, discounting when they were dating. Right. Like, as if that didn't count because they were dating, not married. So, right. like, technically, you can't be mad about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, wrong, but right. I, I, I know what you're coming, where you're coming from. We, me and Darcy touched on it. Like, it was the first year of their relationship. Like, I, I, I can kind of give the benefit of the doubt of, like, you know, maybe they never, they didn't establish that first year whether or not they were official, exclusive, all that type of stuff. Right. But the, the way she worded it is he confessed that he cheated. So they were together. You know what I mean? If we're going based off the way she worded it, he sat her down and said, hey, here's what happened the first year we were together. I cheated twice. Okay, so kids already four or five years old at this point. Right. So I mean, hey, 
back to what I initially said. Cheating, I think cheating's cheating, to be honest right. with you. Like, I'm sorry. And well, and like, okay, so hot take on my part. If you're romantically talking with someone or like multiple people at the same time, I think that's just like, mm-hmm. d- like dog-like, you know? Uh, you know, I'm with you. So recently I was kind of talking to two people at once and it was, one, it was exhausting, right? Two, I just had a bad feeling about it. Right. Because I was really connecting well with this girl I met online, but at the same time, I was also really connecting with this girl I met at church. And I just didn't feel comfortable talking to both of them at the mm-hmm. same time, the same exact right. way. I wasn't like lovey-dovey. It just felt weird and it felt right. wrong talking to two people with the same intention at the same time. Yeah. So I had to cut one off. Right. So. Um, and like, I wouldn't consider that cheating. No. You know we were, I, mean? I wasn't with either right, of them. Right, right. But it, it still just, was like. I don't know. I just don't feel comfortable like weighing my options like that. Right. Trying to pick the best out of like, right. okay, I like her, but I, yeah. I also kind of like, you know. Yeah. And then just leading them both on. Right. So I, had, I, I cut one out and I think I cut out the wrong person because the person I was talking to didn't go anywhere. So. Right. You know what? I say I have no regrets, <laughs> but I think I have one now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah, no, and so like especially when you're dating, like even if you're just in a heavy talking stage, like why are you having sex with someone while emotionally talking with someone else, you know? And like even just emotionally talking to two people at once, I'm like, really, you know? But to like be in an intimate, a physically intimate relationship with someone while, you know? No, I mean, no, this, agree to disagree, like, sex is, like, as far as, like, intimacy, making love, like, there's a reason it's called that, because you are joined physically with this person, you know, the Bible calls it being one flesh. Was this yes, on purpose? that was the hanky-panky, yes, okay. The, it, you know what, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible calls it being one flesh, you're joined right. with another person, so you're doing that, but you're also being a... <laughs> <laughs> talking to someone else right you're in a committed relationship with another person like right. i'm sorry like but going back to what i said initially like this is what you chose mm-hmm. okay he told you all this you had your chance to walk away but you stuck it out mm-hmm. so you're, you're at a crossroads again you have a decision to make so you need to make a decision and stick with it right. and that's the best thing i can tell you mm-hmm. after that uh if you decide to stick with it it's either counseling or whatever or aaron yeah, Aaron's is another solid option, but but like we said, you make sure you cut it off with your husband first before you go with Aaron. Don't do both. That's bad, 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 and none. <laughs> All right, Darcy, you got another post to pull from? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if it will take a long time. We might need to find a third one, but we'll see. Okay. I always say that. I always feel like we're not going like talk about it for very long, and then we'll spend like thirty minutes. We on talked it. about a long time last episode why we will never be an item. <laughs> If we can do that, we can stretch this next section in half an hour. (laughs) All right. Anonymous post. Oh, Anon. (laughs) My husband and I have only been married five months. Oh. Since we got married, all we do is bicker. So kind of like we were just talking about, you know, people get married and all of a sudden there's problems. There's bad. Bad, 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 bad. He's wanting to file for divorce. We haven't even been to marriage counseling yet. Is Mm. there any way to fix this or change his mind before he files? So there's not a lot of information to go no, off of here. Zero. Right. Um, but I, <laughs> it was the comment that I 
screenshot. Is it Barbara again? No, it's oh. Kimberly, who also is a very active user. I've mm-hmm. seen her say some like good things though. Like it's very mixed. She usually mm-hmm. says something, and I'm like, that's horrible advice. Yeah, right. Or she says something, I'm like, okay, that's pretty decent. Like I like that. But it's not. Is it like horrible? As in, it's so far outlandish, crazy out there, or is it just like, ah, oh, that's not a good way to go about it? This one just kind of made me chuckle. Okay. <laughs> all right, go ahead. It wasn't anything crazy. Okay, do we want to break that down at all? We can try. So go ahead. Uh, Give me the first sentence again. My husband and I have only been married five months. Five months. It doesn't say how long they've been together, period, Mm -hmm. though, right? Okay. Five months, bickering, bickering, That's not a long time at all. Y'all shouldn't have gotten married. Right. Okay, because five months in and you're just bickering, 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 I promise you, either you get married too fast or that was going Mm -hmm. on and you married him anyway. Right. Okay. So... If I'm just going to go out and say you shouldn't have gotten married, period. You probably right. got married a month after meeting each other. Honestly, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting, too, because um, she's saying since we got married, all we do is bicker. Yeah. And, like, the only way I could imagine that would happen is if you didn't actually know each other when you got married right. and just kind of did in some spur of the moment, like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah. you know, this is my person. Um, yeah, and I don't know what the chemistry was before y'all got married, but it sounds like you're both difficult people to be with. Mm. That, or you're both difficult around each other, you trigger each other, you bring out the worst in right. each other, and that is not solid foundations for a marriage, much right. less of a relationship. Right. PSA, you need to slow down. Slow mm. down, slow down, slow down. There's no rush to get married. Right. Okay? There's no rush to jump into the physical stuff, the sex, the the intimacy there's no reason to jump into that right. especially okay. if you're gonna get married or yeah. you're confident enough you have a whole lifetime of you that. do you do okay i'm 28 there's no rush to get married all right uh slowing down just gives you such a clear head especially right. if you don't sleep together it gives you such a clear head mm-hmm. to really think about things and evaluate evaluate whether or not this is a long-term thing right okay had you waited five months, right. you would know if you're bickering. You know, why be married for five months and find out and then break up? Right. Okay. And like, even coming from the situation, so like, me and Paul have a very like unique story mm-hmm. that as... people have tried to replicate, which I don't recommend yeah. replicating someone else's story. Just because oh, yeah. it worked for them doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Right. And so, continue. Me and Paul met, and six, it, literally exactly six months after meeting each other for the very first time, we were getting married. Even in that, there was still some stuff we, like, took some time with as far as, like, holding hands or first kiss or saying I love you. Mm. I mean, we weren't saying I love you until two months in, Um, you know. And for someone that got married within six months, I feel like two months was, you know. I think pretty decent amount of time considering how quickly we were moving towards things. The more time you give yourselves to breathe and get used to each other, the better off you're going to be. I think, agree to disagree, three months is a solid indicator of like how a person is as a person, Mm -hmm. as a man, your character. That all comes out after three months because you're going to get comfortable after three months. Unless they're like specifically hiding out on purpose. Right. You know. But, no, I, I would have to disagree with you because three months, you can't keep up the act that long, okay? All the time you spend together, all your problems are going to come out, okay? Because if, they, if they're if they pushing you to get married a month in, a month in, a month in, and you're just mm-hmm. saying no, saying no, saying no, the people that are abusive, they rush the marriage, they rush all that stuff to get mm-hmm. you kind of locked in. Right. And then they can become the piece of crap that they are. But if you slow down, if you're saying no to all their quick like let's go just run off get married let's go do it let's go do that they can't help themselves we talked about it 
on the main channel, I'm sorry, the main show, we talked about how people that have those problems cannot help themselves. Mm-hmm. They will, their, their true colors will come out. Yeah. But on your end, you have to be the one to say no, to slow down, mm-hmm. to chill out. Okay, because um, if they're really pushing getting married after a month, there's something that they're hiding that they, they don't, they want to lock you in first. Right. So, anyway. And, like, I feel, you know, assuming they didn't, date very long because i feel like if they did for a really long time they would have put that mm-hmm. you know like we've been together for five years and right. been married for five like i feel like they would have specified mm-hmm. if it's been a long time right. you know and so that's i think where our assumption of it hasn't been right. a long time is coming from yeah the five months is how long they've been together <laughs> right you know um and so like it, it gives me a feeling that it was almost like a fling mm-hmm like, it was an emotional high. It was mm. exciting, and yep. they were all about it, and then they, like, rushed into it, and they're like, oh, crap, yeah. you know? Mm. Um, because even for me and Paul, like, I was very, very, very unemotional when me and Paul first started um, dating. I had very extreme, abusive boyfriend past and just trauma and everything like that. Like, I didn't feel, like, those emotional highs where I was just so, like infatuated by him and stuff like that you know and I was very intentional because I knew Paul was my husband or gonna be my husband and he knew I was gonna be his wife Mm. it's you know a longer story than that but Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um ladies if God if God tells him that you're his wife run away that's a red flag (laughs) yeah in their case it worked out right but but we also waited to even tell each other if God told me that I wouldn't tell the other person (laughs) keep Um, that to myself well after the fact right anyway And, and so there was still moments in that since I didn't have that huge emotional stir that I chose to love him mm. You know, like, I, I wasn't just sitting there, like, all happy giddy with the, ha- you know, good moments. Like, right. there was a lot of times where I just, I didn't want it. and not feeling it either. Right. And not because of Paul, but mm-hmm. just because of so much stuff I had been through myself that I just didn't feel ready to love someone. I didn't feel ready to accept somebody else's love for me. Yeah. But even in that, I still chose to do that. And I think that makes the biggest difference if you can go through a a relationship and there's a point in time where you guys have to purposely choose each other there's no emotion in it there's no high there's no like butterflies in your stomach but you still choose that person i think that's a lot of times what's going to make or break a relationship Mm -hmm. because if you never experience that and you just get married what's going to happen when you do have to choose it and i think that's what's happening to them right now is they never chose each other Mm -hmm. um yeah so she says, he's wanting to file for divorce. We haven't even been to marriage counseling yet. That's pretty insane. It's already done. Right. In, in his mind, the decision's already been made. Right. So on your end, you're asking what you can do. Mm. Not much. His mind's right. already made up. Right. He's already de- decided he's done. To it's be qu- at that point after five months, yeah. like either things are really that chaotic. But she says bickering. All we do is bicker. And to me, bicker is a lesser version of fighting. Right. We need we need more details here, Anon. But if he's walking away after bickering, there's more going on right. than just the bickering. Right. On his end, for sure. Right. Um, on Even y- if you yeah. really do, all you do is bicker all the time, then he, I would think he would be open to marriage counseling. Yeah. Yeah. If that's all that's going on on both sides. Mm-hmm. But as quickly as y'all got together, if... It's showing a pattern of how quickly, once the moment fades, he Mm -hmm. dips out. Yeah. Okay, it's showing a larger pattern of his character. Right. If we're to believe everything you've given us, which is, again, not much, and we're just going based on how you're wording it, 
if he's just walking away after bickering for five months, then he's done. He's checked out. But I also sense some commitment issues on his end yeah. where he, he instead of dealing with a problem, which, again, marriage shouldn't be described that way, where you're dealing being married to someone shouldn't be you dealing with a problem. Mm-hmm. It should be like something you try to address head on. You'd go to go to counseling for something you work on, something you steward well together. But if he's just gonna, if his first instinct is to leave, then I think you're better off, and I think you need to go and find someone who appreciates you more mm-hmm. and wants to be married to you. Okay, um, I think, I think y'all need to get divorced. I don't think you should be together. I think you need to be divorced, and then you need to work on yourself, and then you need once you work on yourself enough, you need to find someone who is willing to work at a marriage as much as you will. I like how you want to go to counseling, but it doesn't sound like you found someone who's willing to work as hard as you are in mm. it. And I think you need to go ahead and not contest it. Yeah, that's hard because I don't know if that would necessarily fall in a biblical divorce category. But yeah, I mean, I. Like, he said abandonment, right? Yeah, if he leaves. Yeah, it sounds like he's already gone. He's already checked out. Mm. So I would have to say. Is, you know, I think you need to go ahead and do it. Yeah. So. So her last thing, is there a way to fix this or change his mind before he files? You can't change anybody's mind. Right. It's it. So. He's made his decision. You can either go along with it and make it easier or you can make it more long and painful for yourself. So Kimberly replied and said, find out what a traditional submissive wife is and talk with your husband and ask him if he would stay and help teach you how to do it. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like that, but, nope. you know. You know what? Submissive, isn't she already kind of doing that? Right. You know what I mean? She's willing to admit that she wants to go to counseling. Right. She's trying to work on things. Like, that sounds pretty submissive I just feel like me. people skew a submissive wife so hard, mm-hmm. you know? Like, they treat it as if she's supposed to just be, like, the yes man, mm-hmm. you know? Where right. it's, like, doesn't bring up it. Like, I don't know. It just, the way people use it doesn't sit right with me. Right. You know, there's a submissive wife. Like, for me, I'm a very loud, dominant personality. I am very vocal and stuff like that. But I would still consider myself to be a submissive wife because at the end of the day, if there's a decision to be made and me and Paul disagree, I go with Paul's decision overall, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And that's submission right there. Right. The good good kind. (laughs) Like, there was an opportunity that came up for a job in Houston, um, for Paul. And it was a really solid job. And he prayed about it. He prayed about it. He said, God told him no, not to take it. And I felt the opposite. Yeah. I felt peace with it. And I'm the type of person that doesn't want to move anywhere away from family. So Houston would have been a big deal to me. I would have hated the thought of it, but for some reason I felt peace and contentment with it. And I felt like it was the right decision to make. Here's the thing. People take the verse out of context, Ephesians five, they say, uh, wives submit husband, Submit yourselves to your husbands as to the Lord, for a husband has authority over his wife. Mm. However, verse 25 says, Husbands, love Love your wives wives. just as Christ loved the church Mm -hmm. and gave his life for it. He did this to dedicate the church to God by his word. So it's a back and forth. Right. It's not a it's it's a give and a take. Right. On both ends. Right. Okay. There yes, I think in your case where you say like Paul gets final decision, I think that is a submissive wife. Mm -hmm. But the, but like with the Houston thing, like yeah. I had brought it up a couple times and I think I brought it up three times. I brought it up once. I heard him out on it. I prayed about it. I still felt the exact same way. I brought it up a second time, 
it was pretty much the same conversation. Yeah. And so the third time I was like, look, I'm, I'm going to leave this alone now. Yep. But I do really want to stress like this does feel right to me. Mm. You know, we weren't arguing. I wasn't mad at him and stuff like that. But I was like, I don't know what it is, but like it just I feel like we should do it. Yeah. And I would appreciate if you just really, really consider it one last time and I won't bring it up again. Sure. I still to this day feel like that was a decision we should have made. Mm. I still feel the same about it. And he still feels the same about it on his end. Sure. On the decision he made. Yeah. But, you know, him being the head of the house and, you know, him being the one that is in charge at yep. the end of the day, you know, I submit and I didn't press it any further. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't bicker about it or argue. Right. I didn't get angry at him. You know, like I was just like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. And if this is the wrong decision, that's, you know, on you. <laughs> yeah. But I'll be here to support even if it's hard because we made the wrong decision. Even on a small thing when he tries to install a projector. <laughs> <laughs> Were you there for that? Yeah. I know you told me about it, but yeah. You know? And so it's like, and we did have a lot of struggles after that with things. Yeah. Now, was that because we didn't go to here? I don't know. You know, <laughs> I, I believe they were spiritual attacks because we were doing what we were supposed to do a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. And so, but I mean, we, we were together in that, you know, there was no point where like I held it against him where I was like, oh, you know how we could have not had this problem if we were in Houston, you know, like, yeah. and so I don't know. I think that is submission of itself. It's not being this like timid wife that stands in the corner and doesn't express her emotions yeah. or concerns or opinions or, you know, whatever, or someone that just brings it up passively. That's like, I think we should do this. And then they're like, no. And you're like, okay. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, right. I, that's not, yeah. That's not what it's supposed to be, I, did, I don't think. Right. So, Kimberly, um, you're full of crap. <laughs> so, she goes on to say... Oh, she keeps going. Yeah. So, teach... I'll just read from the beginning. Find out what a traditional submissive wife is and talk with your husband. Ask if he would stay and help teach you how to do it. Whatever. I mean, if it feeds his ego, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe he'll go for it. This part was the part that was funny. Also, offer him his favorite sex at least once a week. First, before you have this talk, have sex and give him his favorite home-cooked meal. <laughs> to me like that just seems like a dog you know like come here boy <laughs> you want a treat yeah, right. <laughs> sit <laughs> and so that's the part that cracked me up because i was just like give him his favorite sex <laughs> yeah give him his favorite sex at least once a week just once a week yeah and and before you have the talk have sex and give him his favorite home-cooked meal mm. every week huh yeah oh yeah Okay. Hey, you know what? That's one way to do it, Kimberly. You know, that, that would win my heart to you what. <laughs> I'd stay for that. All right? Let me tell you. <laughs> I, and, like, okay, so I feel like, okay, let me try to play devil's advocate. I'm okay. going to try as best as possible. You got this. Okay? I believe in you. All right. I'm, I'm just going to preface. I don't agree with this. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to try as hard as I can to make it make sense to maybe possibly be able to agree with it. Okay. So... I think what she's trying to say is, like, one, you don't want there to not be physical intimacy. Sure. If you're just giving him the cold shoulder and not being a part of anything, mm -hmm. like, that's not really going to make him open to wanting to work I'm, through it's, things. It's better than bickering, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would hope so, at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and... Let's say bicker during it. First, before you have this talk, have sex and give him his favorite home-cooked meal. So I think what she's trying to say is make the atmosphere open. Right. Make, you know, put, like... Put, put it in the mood where he's right. more receptive. More receptive 
feel satisfied. You know, he he came home from a long day at work. He had a meal prepared. It was his favorite meal. He feels happy by that. Yeah, they, content. you know, he's content. Yeah. They had good sex, hopefully, you know, and then afterwards, then he can be a little calmer from the day. He can be, you know, just satisfied with how the day went and be open for that conversation. Yeah. And so I think that's what she was trying to say, <laughs> you know? Um, boom. <laughs> and I, I don't think even necessarily it has to be that, you know, it can be like um, just make him feel happy, like cleaning up right. the house so that he comes home to, to clean house mm. so that, you know, there's nothing that needs to be done when he gets off of work to just make it so that even if it was a stressful day because he gets home and is surprised and relaxed and able to be comfortable, then you can have a conversation. Kind of like mm. what we talked about, I think, on the last episode about picking times, mm. you know, like find Turn when a good the love candle. <laughs> wear your scarf that's right you wear that scarf well yeah. gosh darn it and so like I, I could see that in a sense yeah but the way she says it it just makes it seem so like dog-like mm -hmm. you know yeah. where it's not even like you're having sex because you love him it's like you're trying to get something out of it it's almost like manipulation yeah yeah, you yeah, know? yeah like she like just manipulate him to where right. he feels like he's happy right trick you know. him you yeah know? And that's where I guess I would agree. I have a problem with it. Right. You know, so. it doesn't seem like she's just like, oh, be this good, loving wife that, you know, he can come home to and feel comfortable. Like, she's like, all right, here's what you do. Yeah. Win him over. <laughs> right. It's a chemical. Yeah. You know, flip it on in his brain. Right. And so, so. that just seemed kind of. Just outlandish out and the way she was just like be learn how to be submissive and have him teach you how to do it like what like, <laughs> like <laughs> and while he's teaching you do that have his favorite sex yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just, it. yeah. there it is <laughs> <laughs> right like i said it just it was it was funny to me but yeah. you know whatever i That's guess fair. i guess kimberly's marriage is working well for her yeah. I guess he gets his favorite sex once a week. Just once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. You got anything else on that one? No, on that post, no. All right. Well, we got one more story to fill in. You got a nice short one for us? Um, We could make it short. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. You got this. Okay. Do you already have it pulled up? Yeah. Perfect. So, anonymous participant. Anon goes on to say, my parents don't like the woman I intend to marry. She comes from a family with undesirable qualities. Mm. In little parentheses, things very important to my parents. Okay. And my parents' approval is very important to me. Okay. She is an amazing person, except that we're both not tall. The only thing that I don't like, because our children might be short as well. What should I do? <laughs> Coming from a fellow short guy, <laughs> taller women are less inclined to me. Oh, well, hold on. Aren't the guys' jeans more prominent than the women's jeans? I think so. Yeah, so I say, if you're short, bro, you're screwed. Your kids are going to be short, right. too. You know what I mean? So, I'm okay, I know a short guy who married a tall girl. They, they have kids, but I don't know how tall they're going to be. Okay, so... Well, two tall people can have short kids, too. Like, that's not I guaranteeing. Guess. And why is that such a big concern? Mm -hmm. You know, like, that yeah. just seems so, like... They, they sound old school where it's yeah. like, we must protect the bloodline. Right. We got to keep it pure. So. Right. So his parents are at fault for having a short kid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't see how the parents' opinion here actually matter. Right. You know what I mean? And like, so she comes from a family with undesirable qualities. Are the undesirable qualities her being short? Yeah, I was going to say like they're short too. Right. So. Like. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. It looks like you got to 
I don't even think it's that hard of a decision to make. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's up to you. Like, are, is it? Are you gonna be that shallow? Because right. I think it comes from a place of shallowness as opposed from a place of like a genuine concern. You know, if she came from a family of like different religion, you know, right. or, or uh, a family of serial killers, you know, undesirable. <laughs> qual- okay, I'd have some questions right, here, right. but it's like we're talking physically. Strictly physical stuff, and right. honestly, like, and it's not even that matter. he's like super unattracted to her and right. finds her like grotesque. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, exactly. She's just short, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I think most guys normally like short girls. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like most men are stray away from the tall ones, mm-hmm. if anything. I agree, and especially being a short most guy. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> especially being a shorter guy, like. Are, you know, is that what you're going for? Is like the the beautiful Amazon woman from Brazil that just like sweeps and sweeps you off your feet and carries you down the aisle? Like, I don't know. That's what I go for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with a height difference and right. there's nothing wrong with having preferences. But mm-hmm. for the only thing to stop you from being married is the fact that she's short. Like that, yeah. that just doesn't even make sense to I mean, me. That's got a lot of problems on your end, right. buddy. Like honestly. And he's like so obsessed with how his parents like don't approve that's another thing like are you ever going to step out of your parents shadow right you ever, like their expectations for your marriage i would i would go as far as to say don't matter right. honestly and like he even said so he says that his parents don't like the woman he intends to marry because she comes from a family with undesirable qualities mm-hmm. things very important to my parents why does it matter what her family right you know what i mean yeah. like you, you can't help what your family is. There, there's something to say, though, about how you're not just marrying the person, you're marrying their family, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, I don't know. The whole package is her parents, too. Okay? But it doesn't sound like they have any bad qualities that are actually marriage-hindering. Right. It just sounds like they're just short. Right. You know what I mean? So, please tell me there's some good comments on this one. <laughs> some helpful ones. Someone said, don't let your boyfriend stand in the way of your husband's way. <laughs> let her go, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> someone said, you won't make a good husband to her. Let her find someone that is not superficial. I agree. It comes to super, it's a superficial thing. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do. It's shallow. It's yeah. a shallowness. You're looking at like, she's short. Therefore, right. our kids are going to be short. I can understand if like you know you're six foot seven and she's like three foot two Mm. you know what i mean like there is a a time where a height difference is a bit awkward to like overcome but like three foot two my god are they seven (laughs) (laughs) there's what what's the appropriate word for them now short person i don't know a little person there you go People of little vertically challenged, know. like because <laughs> apparently the M word is offensive. Yeah, I can't now. say that no more. <laughs> I, I feel like being called a little person would be more hey. offensive to me than using the <laughs> yeah. Other see, whenever term. someone says "Hey, buddy," that makes me feel like I'm a I'm just a munchkin to them. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I hate it. So hey, um, bud, like get out of here. Yeah. Like I'm your puppy. But like he's not like he didn't even complain that it was a height difference that was so drastic and made it awkward to be together. Yeah. He's saying. They're both not tall. <laughs> so good like, luck finding someone that's going to meet your physical qualifications, right? And still be the person you want to be with, right? When you're looking to marry somebody, you're not. I mean, don't get me wrong. You got to be attracted to them, right? But at the same time, you also got to pick what's important, right? And, and height difference is not that right. important. Don't get me wrong. I can understand why it might be an issue if 
you know, I don't know. Like women want someone taller than them or at least the same height. You know what I mean? That's a desirable trait. But at the end of the day, you have to you have to dig a little bit deeper than that. Right. That shouldn't be your only qualification here. Right. You got to look at how they treat you. Are they do they have qualities that are worth marrying? You know. What right. Because the thing is, like, if that's the only problem, like, do you really think like if all you're going for is that superficial, like mm-hmm. she's tall, so we can have tall kids? You guys are gonna have so many problems yeah. if that's your only right. standard, really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if that's the only thing wrong with her i don't understand why you're so concerned with having like short kids like there's nothing wrong with being short well here's the thing yeah is he just trying to have the next nba basketball star you know like what what's going on here in the same way you're settling for a short person a tall person would have to settle for having a short husband Mm -hmm. you know what i mean right so it's they're sacrificing the same thing you're sacrificing here but you know, for you, it's a. I don't get why it would be a deal breaker, but you're asking someone else who's tall to make the same decision to compromise, right? And that you're settle. not willing to do exactly. yourself, and yeah. that's that's also incorrect. Yeah. So, so someone else says two tall parents can make short kids, which is true. Very true. And somebody said, "Is this real?" With a bunch of exclamation marks and question marks. Yeah. Your concern is short kids. Here's some advice. Uh, hold your thumb over the question mark button, and then you'll find a combination of the exclamation point and the question mark <laughs> together. I forget what that symbol's called, but it, it gets your point across better than a bunch of each individual one. I like the individual ones. Why? I, I think the other one expresses the point way better. It does, but I like the dramatic effect of having like 15 exclamation marks and question marks. It makes it really like, you know, that you, I don't know. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Third Wheel at Night. I hope you don't tune in next week. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the only part of that. It, I figured it'd be good for a short, you know. Just like the story. Just like the girl in the story. Yeah. It's a short bit. That weird. <laughs> That's just so insane to me. I want to go back know. to my rant about, hey, bud. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Because, like, that's what I did describe, like, someone else's kid whenever someone, right. whenever I see someone's kid and I see the, I'm like, hey, bud, you know, because, like, there's a clear separation between me as a man and the kid I'm talking to. <laughs> so it's like, hey, bud, come here, little munchkin, give him a scratch behind the ear. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, when, I don't think you're, like, that short, though. I know. You I'm know? Not, I'm not that short. Right. You hear that, tall ladies? <laughs> got a bunch of other desirable qualities. Okay. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of, and I'm not that short. You heard it here, but but according to Darcy, I'm not average height either. You you're know? like you're on the short side, for sure. But you're not like five foot. You know what I mean? You're not Mr. three foot yes. two. I'm five foot two would be pretty sad. Right. <laughs> but no, I disagree. the The internet says I'm average height, so screw you. Okay. Yeah, maybe in China. Uh, it says for a human. Okay, that, that includes everybody on the planet. <laughs> He's 5'6". What do you think? Leave it in the comments. Is 5'6 short for a man? Yeah, I'm actually 5'6 and a half. Thank oh, you very much. Okay, okay. there's okay. You know, big difference. Okay. okay, that the fact that you had to like put the and a half in there makes me further inclined to say you're short. <laughs> That's my stuff. If, if you're having to count a half an inch. I'm 5'7 <laughs> if I put boots on. <laughs> it helps. Stilts. Stilts Get like those shin extensions like we were talking about. Ooh, that sounds awful. <laughs> All right. That's enough bashing on me. <laughs> All right, buddy. I think it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us this week on the Third World Podcast at night. I hope you all had a great time listening as much as we've enjoyed 
talking to you. All right. <sighs> Thank you so much. I'm <laughs> yeah, at least hit the right button this time. You know what? <laughs> that was the Bluff best thing I think about it. That's the best thing I've ever recorded in my entire life. <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all next time. Say bye. See you guys. Bye.